Katie is really good about that. She she doesn't stick to it very strictly. She's not militant with it, but for the most part, she does. So she has kind of like a one-in, one-out policy. When she gets something new, she'll oftentimes give away something that she doesn't really have an attachment to anymore. And especially when we were moving into the, the house a couple of or last year, moving is such a good time to just purge stuff, you know? It's amazing how much just things and stuff builds up when you've lived somewhere for a long time. So when you move, you can purge it. And I had the mindset of, number one, I'd look at something and, okay, does it make me happy or do I use it or do I need it? And if one of those three criteria wasn't met, then I would I would let it go. So I had to kind of let go of some things that were somewhat sentimental. But if it wasn't something that, you know, I just really had an attachment to, I was happy to let it go and I haven't missed any of it. They say your external environment is a mirror of your internal environment. So when you let go of just some stuff, you just feel better. You feel lighter. It feels feels really good. good. Clean out your closet. You'll feel better. I think that having a chaotic environment outside, living in a chaotic environment will oftentimes lead to a a chaotic mindset, anxiety. Stress. Exactly. Yeah. You know, those, what were those uh, three characteristics that you determine whether or not you need to keep it? Do I need it? Do I, does it make me happy? Right. Do I use it? Let's just say if you added one other one in there and that would be, does it make her happy? (laughs) Then you'd probably be down to, you know, let's just say that closet would be nice and clean. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. The funny, those little things that have been with you for five or 10 years and the only time you really ever find it is when you're cleaning it out or you're moving or something and you go, oh no, I got to have that. I got to have that. Can't let that go. Yeah. Yeah. And she looks at you like, when was the last time you even saw that? Or did you even know that it was there for the last five years? Ooh, well, you know, in the back of my mind, yeah, that clutter's been bothering me. I knew something's been bothering me in the back of my mind. It must have been that. Yeah, it always feels good when you let that go. Not easy, but when you do, and then you come back along, and guess what? You didn't even miss it, man. A lot of times you didn't even miss it. I'm bad that way sometimes with a pair of shoes that maybe I, I, I swear I am. I mean, I got a pair of shoes. I'm going to wear that again one day when I ride my motorcycle. Well, you don't have a motorcycle, Joey. I know, but when I get one, that's going to be the shoes I'm going to wear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. I keep a pair of shoes around, so I'll, I'll cut the grass in those. <laughs> After I get done wearing out these pair that I'm cutting the grass with now. <laughs> exactly. Maybe I'll, these will be my hiking shoes. <laughs> oh, hold on a minute. That's right. I moved into a yard that doesn't have any grass. Okay, well, that's for when we move next time. I'll have those shoes. That's what I love about my yard now, man. It's uh, they call it a natural habitat or a natural natural landscape. Yeah, and it, there's plenty of space, but there's uh, the tiniest patch of grass around the the uh, mailbox. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, it's just it's just mulch, basically. Yeah. It's pine straw, it's leaves, and uh, I I couldn't be happier about that. I'm the same thing. I'm up here in the Vestavia, and you know, up on the hill up there. Sometimes I get these little flowers that are growing up in the yard, and you know, they're wild. People ask me, you know, are you going to let those things grow? I said, yeah, hell, it's mountain flower, right? I'm, we're up here on the mountain. Yeah, I know it's not bothering me. Neighbors, if it bothers you, turn the other way. But no, I consider it, yeah, that's, that's natural landscape. Do you all have an HOA in there? No. I mean, down, down below Tanglewood does, but we really don't. So it's nice not to have to deal with. Our, ours isn't bad. When we when we moved in, I, I read the regulations just because I wasn't sure if they were going to be serious about it or not. And 
they want you to ask permission to paint your house. Uh, no, they want, so, you know, all this stuff. I'm like, I'm not going to ask permission you know, to. to, you to know, so, some things just make sense. Like you don't put a chain link fence up in the front yard up here, you know. So I'm sure the city would come along. But, you know, I know the Tanglewood community, which I'm just out of, you know, by, a, I don't know, a street. I see their signs up, so I'm sure they probably do. But, you know, um, yeah. It's not a. I get they have a purpose, you know. They want yeah. everything to look nice and yeah. tidy, but yeah. uh, they're they're really strict about what trees you can cut down because there's so many trees in the neighborhood. They okay. want to keep it that way because right. somebody will move in, they'll cut down every tree. Yeah. And uh, and I get that. I like to have the trees too, but if there's one rotten, I'm going to cut the thing down. So I'd rather ask for forgiveness rather than permission. When well, it comes to that's that. understandable. If you know if it's going to threaten your property or somebody else's. However, that area that you purchased into, one of the reasons why people buy into that area is for the trees. They want those in the neighborhood. So, you know, you can head down a little farther south and you can get one of those neighborhoods that don't have a tree. And I guess I've been here 20 something years now and I've I've been in a tornado. So and it was a little one. And that was big enough. Well, uh, you told me a story about a tornado. Uh, tell, tell me that story. Remind me how that went down. <laughs> That was before the a couple of years before that big one that came through Tuscaloosa. And actually, I think it was two. I want to say it's two thousand four. Middle of the day, it was rainy that day, so it's very difficult to pick up anything on the radar. And of course, I was up on Shades Crest Road, and the way it's explained to me that when the storms come down on the top of the mountains like that, it's more like, travels more like a like bouncing a rubber ball on the road. It touches down, comes up, touches down. So we had broken for lunch, and I went up to the house because, what, am I four or five minutes away? So I go up to the house and ate lunch, and I was going to lay down for about a half hour before I came in for my afternoon session. And I went in the bedroom, and I was going to roll out the window on the west side of the house because I wanted to listen to the rain. And by the time I rolled it out, I heard the train, the sound, and I closed up as quick as I could and jumped into the the hallway with the that was most protected that was right out of my bedroom and um, kind of hunkered down in there and then you the next thing I know I hear things just slamming banging everywhere and uh, right next to my house was an open lot that had humongous oak trees and they started crashing down on the house on that side and really literally came through right on top of my head. So when the tree came through, it knocked all the drywall and everything for the plaster from the roof into my hair. And I was sitting there and uh, I grabbed my Busby, my little Boston Terror, and I slid into the closet there that was in the hallway for protection. And just like that, it was over. Boom. Oak tree limb that had come down through the ceiling was right in the middle of the hallway there at, at the height of my head. But actually, in between my where my head was and the and the other wall, so just a, a couple of feet away. Yeah, I mean, literally, probably. Yeah, I mean, if it had, if it had come straight down, did not have that little that little curve in the limb, it probably would have yeah taken me out forever. And then it was over, and you know, and it's frustrating because you really feel helpless and and agitated immediately, you know. I remember running out in the front yard like I was going to tackle the thing. <laughs> and I'm kicking in the wind. Beating your chest like yes. King Kong. And you know my next door neighbor's house got nothing. Nothing. Because remember I was telling you how it comes down like a, like a Super Bowl, boom, and bounced right over his house and wound up hitting the Vestavia Baptist Church over there. That took it out. Um, 
and skipped a half a dozen houses between my house and it. And that was only an F zero slash one. Um, and there was no way to really warn anybody because of the rain and the, the way that it just sat down there on top of the mountain. Boom. Go. Yeah. That one that hit, uh, that hit Tuscaloosa, I think was a lot bigger than that. Maybe uh, a F F five. Well, F five. Yeah. My, my sister was in school down there at the time and, she was hunkered down in her house, and when it passed by, she went outside, and it flipped her roommate's car over in the parking lot, yeah. like flipped over right in the, in the same space yeah. it was in. And that stayed on the ground longer than just about, I mean, for an extremely long time, all the way into Birmingham. So that's that was a different scenario there. That was a, that was a horrible day. There was a lot of them, and a lot of them stayed on the ground for a long period of time. Those you can kind of predict a little bit. These smaller ones that come up on the higher elevations, you just, boom, there they are. And matter of fact, they even thought it was straight-line winds for the first few hours they were trying to tell us. But I could tell by the way it picked up my chairs and tossed them and stacked them on top of each other. That straight-line wind wasn't going to do that. So You want to wrap this thing up, Dr. J? That's it, man. Uh, yeah, that's it for this week, everybody. Have a great one, and uh, we'll be back on air soon. Yep. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.